0: On the air everywhere this is New England Broadcasting Sweet Tuesday morning came on your smile Tuesday I don't know who
1: Sun comes up. It's Tuesday
0: morning. <laughs> Goodbye, Ruby Tuesday. Who could hang a name on you? Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. It's the Ron Van Damme Show. Thank you so much. Hold on tight. Things
1: can get a bit weird. If you like that sort of thing. Hey, welcome to the program. It is the Ron Van Damme Show. Hello. Nice to see you. Sit back, relax. I'll take it from here. I will entertain you like you've never been entertained before. That's not true. I'm sure you've been entertained much better than this. I am not Blue Man Group, nor any color. I am simply a guy with a microphone. And a whole lot of (laughs) lovin'. A whole lot of lovin'. the hell did that mean? (laughs) That sounded so stupid. Okay. Stop it. Stop it. Stop with the theme music. We get it. You've got a theme song. We get it. Oh, God. Welcome to the show. How are you? Good to be with you. Uh, this is a half hour of uh, of fun it's a pant load of information conversation interviews whatever <laughs> my how do I have allergies in the middle of the winter how is that possible there's there's no there are no tree well there are trees but I mean there's no leaves on them nothing's blooming there's no what what the hell there's no grass it's covered with frozen things what what am i what am i what what are the allergies coming from i think i'm allergic to artificial plants it sounds weird maybe it's psychological why do my eyes tear up in the morning maybe because it's the start of another day and that's sad i don't know i have no idea i sometimes have watery itchy eyes which sounds like uh, a song by a country group. But it's not. It's the condition that I have. Sometimes my nose will run. Ew. Ew. I know. What is this coming from? What am I allergic to? Well, I know, actually, and I think you know, too, because I've talked about it before. I'm allergic to people. I don't care for them all that much. Oh, they're okay to have around as like wall hangings and things like that, you know, and decoration. But people on the most, no, no, that's their, uh, God, They, their opinions are different than mine sometimes. Why would I tolerate something like that? How can I connect to somebody that has a different opinion? I can't. I mean, they do their own opinions, but do we have to uh, uh, wallow in them? Uh, come on yeah, I'm allergic to people. I am. When I go out, there's a lot of people around. They're walking in all different directions, going to all different places. That's their own thing, man. It's their own gig. They've got their own lives. I get it. I'm trying to somehow meld into their world, but that ain't going to work. They certainly can't meld into mine because I will not allow that to happen. So they're just like decorations to me. It's like a Christmas tree with um, breakable balls, you know, hanging from the, the the ends of the branches. That's all they are to me. There are some people that are quite significant in my life, but we keep those down to a minimum, you know, because it's a lot to deal with. So we keep, you know, we, we put an occupancy uh, sign out, you know, uh, I, I no more than five people, please. No, thank you. Some people want to be my Facebook friend. I, just stop it. Stop it. Just go somewhere. Can't you just go shopping or get a sandwich or something? Leave people alone. Such, a, such an emphasis on friends, you know. I've talked about this before. I, here's my definition of a friend. Someone who will help you move, uh, paint uh, your apartment or a room with you, or drive you to the airport i shall do none of those things i'll do it for a spouse or one of uh, or a child you know but other than that no no that's where we draw the line and even the helping the move thing that's not even going to happen either i'll i'll pay for that i mean i don't have enough money to pay for everybody's move but uh, I will not help somebody move their stuff because then I have to lift something. and I, I've been there, done that. I'm not lifting anything. Forget it. I don't lift unless it has a handle on it, but even then, I'm not doing it. Drive someone to the airport. That's why they have Ubers. Am I the only person on the planet? That's not the end of the sentence. Wait a minute. It's not the end of the sentence. Am I the only person on the planet, comma, that doesn't understand why there are such things called ubers? I don't understand those things. When I was a child, my mother kept saying to me as I grew older and was able to hitchhike, she says don't ever hitchhike. Do never do never. Do never. That's good. Never get into a stranger's car ever. That's what I was taught, and and I, it, that uh, has sat with me, and then they come along with this Uber thing where the idea is you get into somebody's uh, stranger's car and they drive you somewhere, supposedly, and on top of that, you have to pay them. That's, uh, to me, according to what my parents told me, that's a no-no. Do not get into a stranger's car. Now, I lived in New York City for a period of time, and I took taxi cabs which by the way are scarier than any amusement park ride you could possibly ever be on. Uh-huh. But they're licensed. They're 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 driving a company car. It is their business. It's like it's like getting onto a bus with a bus driver. I get it. It's okay. They have radios. They have. They're, 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 you know, you're still taking your chances. Things still do happen in taxi cabs, but not a lot. The only. And then, you know, you get into the cab. Yeah, they're strangers. The drivers are strangers. They're people with no vowels in their names whatsoever. You couldn't pronounce their name. Well, who is your cab driver? I can't say it. I can't pronounce it. I don't even know how to. I don't know. I can't. I don't know. There's no vowels. I, I don't know what I, I don't I don't I can't say that. But I get in the cab with them, and they get they take me to my destination. and I pay them and all that, and they're licensed and they work for a cab company, and they give them a car, and that's kind of you know fine. I mean, do you not take a subway or a train because you don't know who the uh, the the train engineer is? You know, no. Do you not get on a on a bus because you don't know the the bus driver very well? No. I mean, yes, you do Uber, a whole different deal. There's no licensing going on. There's no commission involved. There's a, there's a person in the front seat and you're getting in their car. Who knows where they've been? Ugh. Their, their little child could have thrown up in the back seat like last night. You don't know. It's disgusting. Why am I getting in somebody's car? I don't even know them. And then I have to pay them for uh, the experience of possibly being kidnapped. What the hell is that about? And then they have a point system. I don't even understand that. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if it's points or they rate each other. You get rated as a, as a, uh, as a passenger and uh, what you're rating me as a passenger. What the hell are you talking about? What do you mean? Is, does that actually happen? I can understand rating the driver. If you don't rate them well, they can come get you. I mean, I, I don't, you know, getting into a person's car in their back seat. And then they, they, they put the car to drive and, and, and the, the, the door is automatically locked. No, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. How is this possible? But everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing it. I I I did an Uber once in my life, and it was stupid. It was stupid. I was uh, I was in Brooklyn, New York, in a hotel. It was a Hilton. Thank you. Because I get my Hilton points. I don't know what to do with the points. I, I I don't. I have no idea. I guess you get a free night stay after you get ten million points. Anyway, so I'm staying in a, in a hotel, and I want to go to the uh, Bronx Zoo. No, it wasn't Bronx It was the Brooklyn uh, Museum, uh, Natural History Museum or something. It was some museum. It, it was an art museum. That's what it was. My memory is getting so bad. Yeah, I'm going to the uh, to the Brooklyn Art Museum. It's only uh, maybe a mile away. So, I again, in front of the hotel, and uh, the uh, concierge, that uh, means? Standing there and says, uh, I, "I said I like like a cab to a uh, cab to get to the uh, museum." And he says, "All right, well, we'll get an Uber for you." I said, "No, I said a cab, not a strange person who smells uh, a cab, please." No, we we have Ubers. Don't worry about it. And the the Uber pulls up, and I get into the person's car, and I don't know it's a bumper sticker. Uh, Jesus loves you. I don't know what the hell the thing is. I'm getting in the car. And the, uh, I don't remember if it was a guy or a girl. I just have no idea. But uh, there's, there's no uh, partition or anything. I'm just, like, getting in the car. It's like, we're going to go to Arby's and get a hamburger together. I have no idea who these people are. So they know that I'm going to the uh, Brooklyn Museum, and they drive me there, and it's 20 bucks. And then I have to tip them and rate them, and uh, they have to rate me, and we have to exchange spit. I don't know what the hell's going on. And I walk through the museum. Yay, good times. And um, th- then I walk outside of the museum, and there are a couple of uh, city taxi cabs there waiting for people to come out. I get in a city taxi cab. I say, take me to the Hilton Hotel down the street. They say, sure, mister. And uh, the person drives me there, and I get out. And um, uh, how much do I owe you? And he says, that'll be 12 bucks." Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, sure. 12 bucks to take a city cab, 20 bucks to take an Uber. I thought Ubers were supposed to be cheaper. What the hell's going on? That's almost half price in a city cab. And that's when I said to myself, I don't have time for this. Just do, Ron, just do what's comfortable for you. If you don't like Ubers, don't do Ubers. It's even stupid to say the word. Uber. What? What is that? Uber? Why am I saying words like that that sounds so stupid to say out loud? I don't know. Uh, and I wondered, like, like, what's wrong with me? Why cannot I um, uh, meld into society? Why can't I not do this? Why can't I get on social media like every other clown? And have like thousands of friends, which I have because I do a radio show, but I don't know who these people are. I don't know who they are. They could be Uber drivers for all I know. I have a an acquaintance, I was going to say friend, but no, I have an acquaintance who is an Uber driver and that's what she does. And I say to her, well, aren't you like a little bit concerned that some like um, uh, serial killer could get in the back seat of your car? And she said, no, not really. Oh, no, not really. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. She says, no, they, um, you know, they, they, you know, we were told where to pick people up and all that stuff. So, you know, that's great. Uh, Whatever, whatever. But she's, you know, earning somewhat of a living. She drives uh, an Uber in Boston, which is nice, you know. Uh, I wouldn't want to drive the streets of Boston myself, uh, Uber or no Uber. (laughs) anyway so I'm watching TV uh, change of subjects Uh, there is no transition here there is no transition I have no way of transitioning into this I'm just going to change subjects that's all I was watching TV as I usually do because there's nothing else to do on the planet other than watch TV I know some of you don't watch TVs. uh, you don't even have a TV I know some people say that with such pride you know like no, I I don't watch TV. I, I don't even own one. I mean, it's and when they do that, it's like it's such a gloating session. It's like <laughs> I don't own a TV. And let me tell you, I'm above that. I would not own a TV ever because I am of higher echelon and higher intelligence than to sit there and to watch a screen. I don't do that. I. I don't even own a TV. I don't even know what a TV is. Okay, fine. Uh, uh, If you don't own a TV and you don't watch TV, then either you're reading a lot of books or masturbating. There's really nothing else to do. Uh, And you can't do both at the same time, so that doesn't work either. So anyway, so I'm watching TV. And uh, it's a cooking show, one of these cooking shows where they show you uh, all the things you can do with a chicken. And um, there's uh, somebody from the audience, the, uh, the chef lady calls up somebody from the audience and she's going to demonstrate uh, this uh, chicken dish. And uh, she says, what's your name? My name is Margot. Hi, Margot. Thanks for being on the show. Uh, uh, tell me about yourself. Well, this is exciting for me because I love food. Uh-huh. And I'm a foodie. And that stopped me in my tracks. All of a sudden now we have a title for people that love food. They're called foodies. <laughs> Am I in nursery school or what? <laughs> what are, what, are, what are we doing? I I love food. You do? Well I how many people don't love food? Hey, would you like some food? I don't care for food. Food, um, no, that's not a thing with me. I, I don't, I don't, I don't eat food, and I don't watch TV. I don't even own a TV. I don't even have a kitchen. I don't even eat food. That's a, I'm above eating food, and I don't own a TV. I, am. yeah. So this girl's a foodie, and I and I said to her, "Well, okay, um, who isn't a foodie then? I mean." Uh, yeah, I eat food, but I don't like it. <laughs> Those are just supermodels. Uh, most people, if not everybody, uh, likes food. <laughs> There's some food that they eat that they like. They are now foodies. <laughs> this is so moronic, I can't believe it. <laughs> but, but she said it as if she's among the few people on the planet that happened to like food. <laughs> Let me tell you something strange about me. And I, I don't want to say it out loud because it's so embarrassing because I don't know if other people do this, but I'm going to whisper to you, I love food. Really? I'm a foodie. I've been to therapy sessions. I'm a foodie. I admit it. What do you go to these uh, these meetings in a strange building on a Wednesday night and there is like five people sitting in a circle, and the the head foodie uh, says, uh, "Is anybody uh, who's next, uh, Karen? Uh, who's next, Karen? Do you want to say something?" Yes, I. My name is Karen, and I am a foodie. Oh, Karen! Oh no! Oh no! Maybe we can help you. I am a foodie. I can't. I love food. I. I don't know. I. I pick it up off the plate and I put it in my mouth and I chew it and I swallow it. I can't stop doing it when I'm hungry. I I'm a foodie. Oh, Karen, no, no, don't say that. I'm a drug addict. I'm an alcoholic. Oh, that's too bad. And, and I'm a foodie. Oh, no, no. God, where do you get your food? From the supermarket. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yep, they have food in the supermarket, and I go in and I pay for it and take it home and I eat it. Oh, Karen, Karen. I do it three times a day. I have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. No, no, say it's not true, Karen. I'm a foodie. I'm a foodie. Oh, my God. Oh, man. What the hell was that about? What's going on with us? Are we so bored that we have to do this now? Why can't we just live and shut up? Can I get a t-shirt that says that? Just live and shut up. Apropos. Apropos, I think, was the name of my Uber driver. Wait a minute now. No, it wasn't apropos. It was Karen Foe. That was her name. Yeah, Karen Foe. P H O D just pho like 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 the food like a foodie all right we're going to take a quick break and when we come back uh, my guest will be joining us uh, today i think you'll find that quite interesting but first let's take this very short but very important
0: commercial break give the gift that says i love you the gift that says happy birthday the gift that says get well soon The gift that says, you're the reason I went into the priesthood. The gift that says, congratulations on not getting indicted. The gift that says, I want to cover you in warm chocolate pudding. The gift that says, good luck in clown college. The gift that says, thanks for removing my unsightly wart. The gift that says, sorry about giving you food poisoning. The gift that says, I'll see you in hell. The gift that says, remember the good times we had in prison. The gift that says, I want to make sweet love to you on the white sand beaches of Rio while your hot cousin watches. The gift that says, thank you for the kidney. The gift that says, you deserve all the best, but this will have to do. The gift that says, thanks Jesus. Whatever you want to say, you can say it beautifully with a timeless gift from Phyllis Gorman's House of Macaroni Art on Route 94 just past the Rotary, across from Sweaty Palmer's Adult Emporium.
1: Dr. Iman Abuze joins us now. She's the co-founder and CEO of Incredible Health. Thanks for being with us today.
2: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Well, we're talking about uh, how important it is uh, to support and appreciate uh, nurses. There's no question about that. That's been demonstrated over the past three years in a very demonstrative uh, manner. Uh, so, I mean, it, how how can we support? What do we do to support
2: yeah, if, uh, there's several ways we can support nurses. And, and as you mentioned, you know, they've gone through quite a lot over mm. the last few years. Mm. Um, if you own a local business, you know, offering free discounts and freebies to nurses is always always appreciated. Mm. If you have a nurse in your life, uh, pr- more personally, mm. um, offering uh, providing gifts, spa gifts, showing your words of appreciation is always uh, helpful. Um, and then there's, there's, uh, also if you are in a hospital or a health system, there's quite a lot you can do to support nurses too, including, uh, offering more, offering more flexible scheduling, uh, and, and more career advancement programs too.
1: Doctors and nurses have been labeled heroes and, and it's, it's certainly, uh, certainly well-deserved. Um, but, uh, there are shortages. I, I, some are burned out, some, some, uh, leave for various reasons and, it's so ultra important to to keep the quality and the quantity so high in in that field. Uh, is there much effort in in that uh, that direction?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you, as as you said, there is quite a quite a large labor shortage among among the nursing mm. workforce. So, encouraging more Americans to join nursing and encouraging nurses to stay in nursing is, is going to be uh, critical. Right now, about 34% of nurses, according to our data, are considering leaving the profession permanently mm-hmm. uh, in the next 12 months, which is just not, just absolutely not what uh, what we want as as a society and as part of U.S. healthcare. Um, so, our our uh, software technology, Incredible Health, is used by one in four nurses in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And we're also used by over 700 hospitals and health systems across the country. And so uh, nurses can use our platform uh, to have employers apply to them wow. uh, instead of the other way around. And, and it helps them get their next permanent job in less than two weeks. We also have free pre continuing education, mm-hmm. uh, free salary estimators. We have free mental health service. And we have an entire community for nurses where they can ask each other for advice as well. All of that's 100% free for nurses. It's available on our iOS and Android apps and they can access it at incrediblehealth.com slash radio.
1: Wow. Um, why do you think the need for nurses uh, has, has been so accelerated? Uh, of course, you know, the, the, putting aside what happened during the past uh, few years, uh, is it a population growth, more seniors? What do you think the reason is?
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. So uh, our... Our population in the U.S. has increased and is also aged, and that uh,
1: mm-hmm. so we have an older
2: population now on average, yes. and so that is putting more and more strain on the healthcare system and more demand on the healthcare system. And so we, as a country, haven't done the best job of increasing the supply of healthcare workers, mm-hmm. including nurses, to meet that uh, growing demand. The, and,
1: uh, yeah, yeah, go on.
2: So as a result, nursing is is one of the top biggest labor shortages we have in the yeah. country today. And we're we're close to one million nurses shorts by the end of by the end of this year.
1: Great, um, wow, <laughs> well, that's awful. Uh, because that's what we need more than anything. To be honest with you, is uh, human intelligence. <laughs> as far as uh, uh, I mean, the, the health—I'll call it industry—but uh, it's not really appropriate. But uh, that category has just uh, has become the most important of all for some reason.
2: Absolutely, it has. And now, look—it's a great, it's a great profession. Mm. You know, uh, just when once once you have your nursing degree, um, the job security is high. The Salaries—the salaries are relatively high. Mm. It's, it's it really is a, can be a fulfilling career. And more and more employers are doing more uh, to support nurses. Uh, I mentioned earlier that hospitals and health systems are investing heavily in flexible scheduling, so uh, not insisting on nurses working full time, mm. three days a week, twelve-hour shifts but they're offering more part-time roles, Mm -hmm. um, more eight hour shifts, four hour shift options, weekend shift options, whatever it is that can, that, um, nurses can do to help fit work into their life. And then they're also Mm -hmm. investing heavily in career advancement programs. Nurses are career oriented. And so, um, and helping nurses advance their careers, whether it's specializing more, growing their skills, moving into leadership, really is paying off. And that and those hospitals are uh, able to retain more nurses, and uh, as well as hire more.
1: Yeah, that's very important. Uh, through my uh, career here on, on the radio, I've been through so many uh, nurses' strikes and and contract negotiations because the hospitals uh, treat them not well. Uh, Or that was the case. I don't know if it's changed, but uh, salary-wise, it was insufficient. The number of hours were way past what was humanly possible for efficiency. But maybe that's tightened up these days. Maybe hospitals are understanding that as their basic employers.
2: Yeah, it's definitely gotten better, uh, and it's sort of uh, it's market forces that have driven it to get better. Mm. So when you're when you're in the in the middle of a, a pretty severe labor shortage and you you're having a high turnover, yeah. so right now uh, the turnover of nurses is the highest it's ever been in the history of U.S. healthcare. It's at twenty one percent. It used to be. Um, closer to 18, 18, 19% before the pandemic on average. Um, you know, you you do have to change the way you operate. You change mm-hmm. your policies. Things like compensation are being looked at every six months instead of every year. And and really Good. keeping up with um, with wages and, and and other perks is, is, is very important.
1: Yeah, I, I think that that has changed greatly because of, again, what's happened over the years where the public realized just how incredibly important that, that service is. Uh, Probably more important than doctors, I shouldn't say that too loud, but uh, nurses provide a a, a human psychological touch that doctors sometimes clinically don't do. Why, I don't know, but they don't for the most part. But nurses are regarded as, as you, you seek out nurses and they really... They 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 penetrate the problem a, a bit more efficiently, and a bit more yeah. humanely. So yeah, so locally, um, nursing is kind of a local thing. It's it's support at your local hospital. Uh, nurses usually tend to work in the areas in which they live. I assume.
2: Ah uh, that's true, but there is quite a lot of movement in the permanent nurse uh, labor really? market oh. so uh, about one you know using uh, our two-sided career marketplace, incredible mm-hmm. health has quite a lot of data and it shows that about one third of the hiring uh, that's happening uh, for permanent nurses mm-hmm. um, is are nurses that are relocating to from a different state yeah. and so there is um, quite 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 a lot of movement as well but you're you're right in that majority are um, mm-hmm. are in their local area or in their in in within the same state
1: good. All right. So where does one go if they'd like to pursue a career or have any questions of any type?
2: Uh, They're welcome to um, join us for free at incrediblehealth.com slash radio. Um, uh, When when it's completely free for nurses, they can use Mm -hmm. our career marketplace to access over 700 hospitals and health systems across the country. Mm -hmm. They can find their next permanent role in less than two weeks. They can use our continue, use, get continuing education for free. There's free salary estimators. Oh. There's a community for nurses built into our apps, too, where they can ask each other for advice.
1: Oh, my God. I wish you had this in every field.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there soon will be. But, <laughs> it's, it's, um, it
1: sounds very complete. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Excellent. The URL,
2: again, is incrediblehealth.com slash radio.
1: Incrediblehealth.com uh, slash radio. Perfect. Doctor, all it's right. been a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you for all the information and uh bringing us to a better place. We appreciate it. Well, that'll do it for me today. Thank you to my guest, and thank you to you as usual. I'll be back again tomorrow with a brand new show, but until that time arrives, I wish you peace.